Welcome to those 2AM talks. We're just two girls in their 20s having 2AM conversations at every time of day. I'm Alessandra, the A. I'm a food, book, bike, and laughter enthusiast, a lover at heart most days, and a fighter on the others, and a person who really just loves the simple things about life. I'm Michaela, the M. I'm a curious homebody who loves to learn about film, psychology, and marketing. I'm known for marching to the beat of my own drum and always seeking to find the deeper meaning of things. We have open, honest, vulnerable, challenging, and engaging conversations about what it's like being two girls trying to live a life, navigate our relationships, and be grounded in our faith. Hey everybody, it's your A here, Alessandra, and your M is silently giggling in the background. Um, our topic today is reconnecting with old friends. Yes. So, today we're going to be talking about how we disconnected. Who is we? You and me. You, Michaela and Alessandra. So, there was no A and there was no M. There was no A and no M. There was just an A and, and an, an M. M. <laughs> you know, and we were cousins. Yeah, I feel like we have to give them context. Like, we were friends sophomore year. No, fresh, freshman year or sophomore year? We met freshman year. Yeah. And really laid the foundation for our friendship that year. Mm-hmm. I think it blossomed into a real friendship later fresh like later late, freshman year late yeah. freshman year definitely and sophomore year we were booming yeah we were cousins then. we were full-fledged cousins so much so that people actually thought we were cousins i had no idea you had no idea what i didn't know people really thought we were cousins people thought we were cousins people <laughs> were like isn't that your cousin and i was like oh no like we're just really good friends i call each other cousins <laughs> why did we start calling each other cousins how did that even begin? As like a tear, a, ooh, as a term of endearment. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. So, yeah, we were cousins for a year, then two years, and then our senior year in college, everything fell apart. <laughs> I thought it was junior year. Oh, no. It was, it was junior year. It was, it was late junior, junior year. year. Yep. And then And we then everything disintegrated. Yep. Yeah. So, I guess we can talk about why that happened a little bit without yeah um without we so guys we do want to keep you know our privacy so we're not going to get into the the itty bitty details but what happened from my side okay L- look at me as i talk to you okay i'm trying to talk to you about <laughs> how we came back together okay from my understanding what happened was well <laughs> i'm not gonna stare in your eyes <laughs> you're gonna look at you i mean because you were facing this way i want you to at least you're, have something turned toward okay. me so what happened from my perspective was we were on the same page mm-hmm. about something. There was a topic, y'all, that we had commonly discussed. Mm-hmm. And then some time went by, we were communicating less, and I felt as though we were not on the same page about that thing. Mm-hmm. And it made me really uncomfortable, and it kind of made me like question our friendship because I was like, we're usually on the same page or we could at least communicate, but there was no communication. Mm-hmm. So, like, I felt like you kind of started growing up, like, not apart from me, but you, like, there was more distance between us. Mm-hmm. So, like, with the lack of communication and the distance, I got kind of angry mm-hmm. about your behavior. I was like, what the, what the, I was like, what is wrong with this girl? And then, no, like, little communication turned into no communication. Mm-hmm. So, now we're not talking. So, now I'm thinking, she has a problem with me. Mm-hmm. And she's not communicating with me or telling me why. So forget her because we have this (laughs) because we have this strong we've had this strong friendship that we developed for years call each other cousins 
and now I feel like you can't express yourself to me about what you're really feeling. Mm-hmm. And, I, and at that point in my <laughs> life, I'll say I was less emotionally mature mm-hmm. where, you know, I probably could have reached out to you, but I was being a little bit stubborn. So yeah. I was like, she's going to have to tell me why she has a problem with me because <laughs> I'm not going to go talk to her because she's not talking to me. Just some real, like, I feel like, not child, no, some childish stuff. Because if we had had a conversation, mm-hmm. an in-depth conversation, I feel like we both would have just come to some clarity that we weren't on the same page. Right. But that was my perspective of how it happened. Okay, you described that so well. Um, also, I keep getting distracted by how nice her eyebrows look right now. I did just get my eyebrows done yesterday. But anyway, <laughs> from what, what happened from my perspective, um, I don't know if you know this, but leading up to what the issue was, I was starting to get annoyed with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, because I felt neglected, honestly. Like in our friendship? Yes. Huh. Like, I felt like you weren't spending as much time with me anymore and yeah that made me that made me feel sometimes (laughs) she described her so eloquently and i do not describe situations eloquently i felt some type of way about that (laughs) about how i described the situation or just no back then i just remember like i don't know yeah i felt yeah that just made me a little upset. But I could get over that. Like, I knew. And I know how I am. So, I was like, eh. I'm probably just being how I normally am about stuff. This ain't really that big of a deal. But I still feel like, I don't know. I feel like she don't really want to be my friend anymore. Um, Keep in mind, I was younger then. And less mature, too. So, anyway. And what else is happening? There was one thing that we had disagreed on prior to the bigger issue. And I think that was like... I think that was the first time we really like we had a problem about something. So another thing that happened <laughs> was I wanted to work with you with something. Like I wanted to collaborate with you as we were both, you know, kind of interested in something that I feel like would have worked. That like we creative outlets. Yeah, yeah, creative outlet. Do something creative together, and I didn't. I didn't like the lack of communication around that thing that I was trying to do with you and I felt like was that on my side it's funny because I literally have barely any recollection of this which is horrible um I felt like it was okay but maybe if you did remember you remember something differently I wish I did remember so I can have the context so then that happened um, yeah, that was pretty much it. So, let's get to the nitty gritty, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the nitty When it happened, did you think it was my fault? Singularly yes. my fault? Yes. Okay, when it happened, I thought it was all your fault. Yeah, I thought it was all your fault. But that was for the thing that... I think it happened like this. I was upset about a thing, and then you were upset about my reaction to what I was upset about. Because mm-hmm. was there really something that I did besides my lack of communication? For me, it wasn't. I feel like it was a solid step back and a change, a like clear change in the dynamic of our relationship. And yeah, that bothered me. Definitely. So I guess that was your reaction. Honestly, at that point, I was like, yeah, we're not cousins anymore. <laughs> like, for me, I was like, but I'm also not. At that time, I was not the best at communicating frustration. Yeah. And I also wasn't the best at determining what is a true determinant of the end of a friendship. A friendship. Yeah, for me, 
like I get I well I didn't get your reaction because I think like you said it was a lot of communication but it's like if this person is so important to me and they can take a step back without any word forget them <laughs> forget them goodbye and for, adios for me it was like the thing that was done was just like I think I was just so hurt at that time and I forget that is it something I did unintentionally and consciously or or like did I do it consciously do I do you think I did it intentionally like I think it's like partly yes and partly no like mm-hmm. the thing that you did I know was intentional but the what maybe how you intended me to feel from you doing that I don't think was mm-hmm. intentional mm-hmm. what you did was very <laughs> intentional but I don't think you knew I don't think I think you maybe felt like there was going to be a different wait so is Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Can you talk about what I did with a minimal level of detail? Oh, gosh. Um, Can you? Because I think I know what it's about, but, like, I don't... If I'm being serious, I don't know what I did. Like, I think... I, about this like, I think I... Okay, like, I'll shy. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. We were talking... Okay. Oh, man. This is going to be hard for me. We were doing something... I guess if it doesn't work, you just have to cut it out. Because I don't know if I'm going to when we spoke about it just casually one day or maybe you asked to speak to me and you told me not to come to you oh i remember what i did anything regarding it right okay and the feeling that i felt in that moment was it wasn't like we were equals in the situation. It was almost if you were saying, I have more information on this than you, and I don't want to tell you, so don't come to me and ask me about it. Okay. So, I okay, I get it. So, for me, it wasn't like I felt like I was above. I think with us doing it together, with the sensitivity of the situation, I felt like we would have to, like, stick together mm-hmm. and for me i was like okay we both want to do this thing but it's an individual process so the more distance that i can create between me on my own journey and like me being on my own journey and being attached to you i felt like i needed to establish that mm-hmm. because i just didn't know how it would go but little did i know like me doing that would actually like end our friendship <laughs> Um, but I think in hindsight, I did it, like, even though we both wanted to do it, I did it, you know, in my eyes to try to protect our friendship, but I think what I did was demolish it. <laughs> I think if, if more context around what you were saying was given at that time, I would have understood it more. No, I wouldn't say I'm like you in that aspect. I, I feel like when it comes to certain things like that, you're more independent, I feel mm-hmm. like, and I'm someone where I like doing, I like... I'm more of a we're in this together type of girl like mm. when and that's just how I am like across the board about things like I am independent at times and things but in those type of scenarios I'm more like no like we're in this together like I got you you got me like that's just gonna be how it is <laughs> and I wasn't like that I was right. like you know I support you and we both want this but we have to do this on our own and I think because I was younger than like, no, I wouldn't have felt that same way, but I think maybe had you explained that I would have been able to, it just, I would have 
responded to it differently. Yeah, I would have been upset that you were saying, and I still have been like, what? I don't under, I just don't understand this line of thinking. But okay, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have been like, I feel like you're, you think I'm below you. Yeah, because I that definitely wasn't where it was coming from, or even what I was trying to communicate. Like I was just trying to put separation between us, so we didn't collide mm-hmm. or have some type of like explosion because we were too close like not to be like i don't care about you i don't support you i don't want this for you too yeah but i didn't do that right so yeah Yeah. and then following that i think what i probably didn't do the best was communicating why i was upset Mm -hmm. because i feel like that is an area that i've had to be better at is like when I'm upset with a friend communicating to them that I am upset and why I am upset Mm -hmm. when I was younger that's just not something you know when we were younger there's this big whole wave of like what's the things like you know you know I don't know the things like what are the things it's like this this culture, I feel like when we were younger, when like when somebody does you wrong, just cut them off. Like you, don't, oh, yeah. you don't need people. Like yeah. forget you. Like yeah, that type of that thing. Idea, and yeah. we, I feel like we developed that in like high school or middle school, whenever. Mm-hmm. And that kind of still was with me at that time. Mm. But I didn't. I just wasn't really. I wasn't really the best with communication in friendships. Yeah. So prior to that, any time a friend had done something that I didn't like, and that was just. Where it was like, I really didn't like this. And it was like, yeah, we're, we're done. And for me... Honestly, even embarrassingly, maybe a little bit now. Like, that's why I say it's something that I still... I'm actively, like, having yeah. to work on. Because my most natural instinct when I'm really hurt is to just cut somebody off. Yeah. So, for me, something I still am working on now. Like, I wouldn't say... I think I had to be more intentional. Like, with conflict with people. Um, especially with friends. Like, now, instead of, like, kind of being in my own head about it, like, I'll communicate with, like, a trusted friend and be like, hey, like, this is a situation, like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And I think one thing I'm working on that is still a weakness is sometimes I'm highly reactive. Mm. And it comes out in my actions, and sometimes the actions are either aggressive or just, like, it's too much for the situation. Mm. Like, I'm just reacting based off of how I feel versus maybe what happened. Like, my feelings are high, my energy is high, and I'm like okay like i'm doing this like (laughs) a close friend who i won't name and you know who she is that maybe you you know of her Mm -hmm. like she did something to upset me and i immediately blocked her (laughs) i immediately blocked her no no conversation and then i was like i'll send her i'll send her like and the thing is sometimes the bad thing about me is like i can't take it back Mm. so she didn't realize she was blocked i just unblocked her mm. but that's t- normal though i be doing that all the time that's not normal i feel like it it might not be the best but i do think it is a normal think, thing for I people think, our age to do i think it i don't want to even normalize it though i feel like it's valid mm-hmm. however you react is valid but i think if you deem it as a overreaction you might need to dig into it a little bit mm-hmm. like and i think just me as a person I won't say that I'm aggressive, but I think I have that side to me. And when I get upset, irritated, agitated, or bothered, that comes out. So I have to constantly, like, dim that side of me down so I can not mess up a relationship. Like how 
I potentially messed up ours by not thinking about the best way to have that conversation or the best way to express myself. And then kind of being like, F you, once <laughs> I saw that you took a step back and not wanting to resolve things. Because I could have taken that step too to try to like bridge the gap. Mm. So, I mean, to be honest, to play, I guess not devil's advocate, but like your advocate in that situation, is it really the person... When you have one person who has made it clear that they don't want to resolve the issue, is it on the other person to try and resolve the issue? Because honestly, when I'm in your position and someone does that with me, I'm just like, I'm never really the one to go. If if you've expressed to me that you don't want to be friends anymore, then I'm not about to go to my way to to try and mend it. No, I'm I'm on the same page. I'm I'm actually 100% (laughs) on the same page. But I think with our with that situation, you didn't vocalize it, Mm -hmm. but your actions said it. But I think now especially now when people's actions words so that they are not in support of me and they're they don't value me as a person i don't really have to react for me it's just like i let go mm-hmm. like even i think coming into this year like a lot of people were let go just because their actions and words showed me how they felt about me as a person yeah and it was not based on any true friendship now um, when you let them go did you communicate you were letting them go or did you just let them go I think enough conversations had happened and I was we were both aware of the situation where there was no communication needed things literally faded because I think we were holding on mm-hmm. like it was force like we were trying to force friendship trying to force this and it was like when you let go it was actually more natural mm-hmm. like there was a lot more ease a lot less discomfort and just mm-hmm. agitation but yeah it wasn't it wasn't anything I felt like I, it wasn't like a ghosting situation mm-hmm. like we kind of are aware of you know what happened because so. I'm just wondering, when what scenarios is it okay to do, to, like, to stop talking to someone you don't want to be friends with anymore? Because, you know, now it's like, well, you shouldn't cut people off and you shouldn't ghost people. But, like, well, does it always have to be a conversation? Well, for me, I'll, I'll say this. With what you just said, I don't think it's appropriate to ghost people. I think it's an easy out. Because with ghosting, it's like you give the person no context. Mm-hmm. You give them no... I don't want to say benefit of the doubt, but it's like it leaves it so open ended. Most people are unaware of why it happened. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's fine to cut people off. I think when you cut a person off, there's usually a reason why, and there's usually some type of communication. I think for me, you don't have to over communicate, but you can kind of let a person know where you stand. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, it is hard to express your feelings and be like, you know, actually, I'm so sorry, but you are not <laughs> a good person for me right now in my mm-hmm. life. Like. And I think I had to communicate to that to someone recently. And I was like, like, you bring me stress. You bring me anxiety more than you bring me happiness and joy. And I don't want that. And I think it was hard for them to hear. But they needed to hear it because for me, I just couldn't continue. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a fan of ghosting because it's like that person will never know what they did wrong to you. And they'll probably take it into like another friendship and do it again. Mm. So if someone wants to learn from the situation, they can't say like, I didn't know. Like mm. when you don't know, you can't do better. So it's like, mm. I've been ghosted a lot too. Sorry if I got passionate guys. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like why I do that, I guess. Like, I know do what like ghost or what, or cut people off. Like the feel the need to cut people off. Yeah. The cut people off. I, I think the emotion of the time is, Because like you said, I can be very reactive as well. Either, like I said, maybe we spoke about this one of the podcasts might be being a total contradiction. Either I'm highly reactive or like I'm holding it all inside. Mm, There's really only one way. And there's no middle. If No middle. Jeez, jeez. If I'm I'm holding it in all side, in, in, 
holding it all inside. There probably won't be much of a reaction except me being just very like passive, like, but not really a real reaction. Like I'm not really gonna do anything. I'm just internally very upset. Do you think that comes out in your actions though, even passively? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like you're passive aggressive okay, when you do that? I might be, probably. What's an example of being passive aggressive? Ooh, passive aggressive, I feel like, is when you act like you don't care. Like, you try to act like you don't care, but you do. Like, for instance, if we were having an argument and I didn't want to communicate with you anymore, I don't, I don't know. I don't How know. is passive aggressive different from passive? I think passive is when you actually don't care. Oh. Like, I think, oh no, I think, yeah, I think passive is when you don't care and passive aggressive is when you do care, but you try to act like you don't. So it comes off like rather with cruel intentions because mm-hmm. it's like, I can't think of an, because uh, I've definitely been passive aggressive before. I think I'm passive aggressive. I don't want to say, I don't want to characterize you. I'm just saying like when you're saying, <laughs> are you passive? Like, I it sound like you care. That's why I was like, are you really oh, no, passive? Okay. I can be passive aggressive. I won't say I am. I'm trying to do a better job. I am, I am, I can be passive aggressive, but I can also just be very reactive. Like you were saying, like I will like just blow up on somebody. Um, Still now? Hmm. I don't think, I think I'm doing a better job. There have been times when people have upset me and I've been like, okay, let me calm down Mm -hmm. and just communicate while I'm upset. So I feel like I'm growing. That's good. I feel like I've, I've grown too in that way. But I am still the type where if someone makes me upset, like I will maybe block them on social media or like, yeah, or mute them or something. Cause just like, I don't want to see you yeah. and me, I don't feel like you deserve to see me. Yeah. For me, I, I don't maybe do that with, when people make me upset, but I do do that when I'm ready to let people go, you know, or like, yeah. I don't want to say cut off, but. But like they're just not in my life anymore because I just I don't need to see you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to interact with you in that way if we don't offer me anything in real life and like not real life but you know like person to person whatever. Yeah. But I do want to kind of transition. Like, okay. I feel like guys, one of the big reasons why Michaela and I can sit here on this podcast and talk to you about these things is because we've taken the time to like. Taking the time away from each other. So, because how long were we not talking? I think a year. Yeah. A good year. And then I think in our own ways, what, how did, how did you, how did you decide or think like, you know, maybe I'm ready to reconnect with Alessandra? Um, I think you have to get, I had to get, a, I had to put a, aside a level of pride. Because like in my pride, I was still holding on to feelings that I don't think I needed to hold on to or maybe just because we never really talked about it mm-hmm. so I never really had any closure yeah um but what made me decide I wanted to st- um I think maybe just like we weren't really friends but we were still maybe in like the same orbit at times I guess yeah if that makes sense so I would like see you speak about things or just observe you acting or just be reminded in small ways why i was friends with you in the first place Mm -hmm. and i think that made me miss you you miss me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and like i feel like you've always been one of like the closest connections i've ever had with anybody so it's like you know i was upset with you but i'm i would always 
think of you in scenarios like oh like Alessandra would have handled this this way or like you know you know just different ways you know I just hold you in a high regard with certain yeah. with how you handle certain situations so you would like be on my mind like I didn't yeah. just like forget about you um so I guess ultimately I just decided that 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 I wasn't really upset about the thing anymore mm-hmm. and that yeah I wanted to be friends again <laughs> I have I have very very similar sentiments I think maybe one or two things I'll add is I you know I think with time like you know you just feel things a little bit less so I wasn't as mad about mm-hmm. the situation so some things that I did miss was like how supportive you were of me because I did think like you supported me through a lot of like harder times like mm-hmm. throughout our friendship but it was like a type of support that I hadn't received from a different person since that time like we were friends because of course I developed some mm. other friendships but it wasn't like it was a different level of support but also like I think it was hard for me in, in the way that a lot of not not a lot of my friends like viewed faith in the same way mm-hmm. and having a friend that would support me and like kind of hold me accountable in that way mm-hmm. like you like were very intuitive and like would really speak on you know I think I was trying to this is like might affect your heart in this way your mind in this way like I really valued that and I wasn't able to replace that. I didn't try to replace that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I realized that's something that you don't get from everybody. Yeah. Um, so, like, all in all, like, I was like, I wish I had my cousin back. <laughs> you know? Because it was like, I was really upset. But it wasn't, like, with all that happened, it wasn't something that I would just not want our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it was a miscommunication. And I realized that much, much, much later on. Mm-hmm. with context but i don't think at all it was worth like our whole friendship like i guess we needed the time to realize that which you know I'm, i don't know if i would say like you know i wish it hadn't happened because i think it made us stronger as friends mm. but yeah honestly you saying that one i agree like what i had been through in that year without you i realized man like it's hard to come by like a friend who just accepts you for who you are mm. mm-hmm. and i think as you grow older you become to really figure out what it is you want in friendships like when you're young i feel like sometimes you're just kind of hanging out with people like oh well they're there yeah no it really is proximity yeah Yeah. and as i've gotten older i've come to realize okay this is what i want in an actual friendship like not just an acquaintance yeah and then i think you know alessandra had all those things and also like the spiritual aspect like you i don't feel like i meet a lot of friends or like people i can talk to about like god and faith and things like that but another thing some light was shed i feel like for me and what i experienced in that year on why maybe it is you handled what you handled the way you did and i was like you know at one Mm. i think maybe i understand now more without you ever having to say anything i was like okay i get it this type of stuff can be a little weird two i was like you know I don't, I'm not sure I even wanted what I thought I wanted then. Mm. So, like, there's really no point in me being upset about something that was like, you know what? That situation happened the way that it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do think it, like, just in life, like, things, I don't want to say things happen for a reason, but I, I don't think it was, like, a waste. Mm-hmm. Like, how it happened was how it happened, and I think we benefited from it. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's important, like, for us to kind of touch on regardless of if it's, like, platonic or romantic or stuff. Like, sometimes you got to get stuff time. Yeah. Because I, I hearing it now, like, it's interesting that you knew, like, no communication, 
just like with time you kind of knew where i was coming from Mm -hmm. which i don't think you would have maybe gotten if we had that communication or that conversation like a week after things got weird Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just gotta grow up a little bit yeah i'm so i'm so glad you said that (laughs) i'm so glad you said that because i think about michaela now like how i handled a lot of things relationally like romantically platonically i'm like wow you just didn't know little Alessandra. Yeah. And even now, like 10 years from now, I'll be like, Alessandra, what in the world? <laughs> but you know, I'm trying. But it's like... Our brains aren't even fully developed yet. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. <laughs> really? Our brains won't be fully developed for another three years. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, we've got to give each other grace. But like, also learn, you know? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's not... For me personally, thinking about how I acted then, like, for me to have... For me to be the same person now, I low-key would be ashamed. Because mm-hmm. too much has happened for me not to try to learn from it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that learning turns into growth. But, like, like, conflicts and arguments and me hurting people, people hurting me, like, I need to learn from it. So, like, mm-hmm. I can just do better, you know? Like, I wouldn't let what happened with you and I to ever happen again in a friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even in a relationship. Like, I think there's been some times where conflict has happened and I would t- totally do it differently yeah totally do it differently i feel like the friendships that survive conflict are some of the best ones yeah i think any relationship that survives conflict is a strong one Uh, sometimes i feel weird about friendships where i haven't had any conflicts like if i haven't had any conflicts with you sometimes i'm like wait why is are we actually really friends if i've never had any conflicts with you well how do you feel about disagreements do you feel like that's fine too um maybe like bigger like if we've never like been upset at each other and like made up about it i don't know i I don't know if i should question that a little bit yeah i think it all depends but i'm thinking about my closest friends like well i'll say some of my older friends where they like mentor me in a way we haven't had a conflict Mm -hmm. we might disagree but i don't think there's a problem with that because like they feed into my life so much like i'm not looking for for conflict because <laughs> it's like almost like they can kind of see through a lot of things you know what i mean mm-hmm. like where i might do something they're like you know you can do better in this way and i don't fight them on it because i know they like know better because they've mm-hmm. lived longer but like some of my other friends where it's like we're closer in age and we haven't learned yet we do have conflict mm-hmm. and we've made it but like i wouldn't question a relationship based off the conflict but i do think conflict is natural but it depends on the relationship too yeah. like you're not having conflict with your grandma oh uh, oh do you um okay never mind <laughs> was a bad example no i don't right now but i feel like well actually no we've never had an issue that we've had to resolve together like yeah there might have been times that i was like a little upset at my grandma yeah same with like i've been like upset with family but i don't think we've had a huge conflict Mm -hmm. per se where i would question it that's why i just kind of think about with friends i'm like i don't want to be like (laughs) well if we've never had a conflict and you know survived we're not real friends you know <laughs> i used to think that more way when i was younger i feel mm-hmm. like maybe it's from watching tv you know like on tv shows there's always like the big conflict <laughs> yeah but that's tv i know they try to make it juicy for you to watch <laughs> if you had to say why this was important why would you say like in terms of reconnecting with old friends like basically all we talked about like why do you think it's important i think it's important um to talk about to really know like, what is it that you want in a friendship? Because that's going to help you determine whether or not you should reconnect with an old friend. Like, if that person that you disconnected from, when you really take a step back to look at it, be like, yeah, this isn't the type of friend I even want, then, that, then that'll then make it easier to be like, yeah, there's just no point in, in reconnecting with them. But if they mm-hmm. had all the qualities that you wanted in a friend and you guys have matured, 
then I feel like maybe it's worth considering. So I, I think it's just important to talk about for people to like really figure out what it is they want in their friendships and their relationships. Mm-hmm. What I about like you? I think, well, the first thing that came to mind is it's okay to, I don't want to say lose people, but if space and time is required for you or someone else you really value to grow, it's okay. Like I, I do think, you know, you have to learn from, from things like conflict and disagreements and arguments and you have to learn from your own actions too. And I think, you know, you learning will only strengthen your relationships. Like I think about how much I value our relationship with the time that happened and mm-hmm. like, being like being like, I really love this girl, you know? <laughs> I mean like, you know, like regardless of what happens in the future, like I would want to work it out and I would put in the energy and I wouldn't have had that without the time and the growth between when we weren't connected. Yeah. So I would just, you know, kind of say, like, it's important to give you and other person some grace, but also, you know, just continue to work on yourself, you know? Like, continue to learn and grow. Yeah. So you can have strong relationships. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love this episode. Me too. I can't wait for this one to drop. Yeah. But I guess we can, we can say goodbye, but... um we appreciate you guys thanks for listening uh and we'll see you next time see you next time and follow us on instagram if you don't at those 2am talks